thank you for choosing to listen to Mummy on a Break podcast. I am Maria Newman, otherwise known as Mummy on a Break. My journey to becoming Mummy on a Break started back in 2016. That was the year I took voluntary redundancy whilst on maternity leave with my second baby and without really having a plan. The only thing I knew at that moment was that I needed to change my job. And if I didn't seize the day and take my chance, I'd be in the same job doing the same thing up until the time I retired. The thought of that scared me. So long story short, I embarked on my journey of being mummy on a break, which actually started with my decision to start my own business. And by following a very windy road, it led me to create the life I really wanted. I now help women who were like the old me. I help busy working mums who are tired and exhausted take back control and create the life they really want. If you want to find out more about how I can help you, then check out my website, mummyonabreak.co.uk and click on work with me. However, for now, sit back, relax and enjoy this podcast episode. Welcome to Mummy on a Break podcast. My name is Maria Newman and I am Mummy on a Break. You can find out more about me and Mummy on a Break on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Just type in Mummy on a Break. Um, So... Welcome to the podcast series. I'm going to be interviewing ordinary people like you and me who I've met during my life who I think are inspiring individuals. My guest for today is Lloyd Lewis. We originally met as I was looking for artists to work on a different project and so a mutual friend introduced us. Ironically, I am now a student at Lloyd's Martial Arts School, Red Dragons Martial Arts. So, on one way, Lloyd works for me. On the other way, I work for Lloyd. Interesting. Um, A bit of background to Lloyd. To sum him up, he's a husband, father of two, two two-time world kickboxing champion, ex-secondary school science teacher portrait artist plus he's the owner of Red Dragons Martial Arts School in Bristol. Um, Today I'm going to be talking to Lloyd because he's led a very interesting life. He's overcome many challenges especially proving people wrong and ultimately he's taken the step to realise his dreams. Plus he's a genuinely nice guy So I wanted to interview him for this podcast as his story may inspire you to take steps in realising your dreams. So hello Lloyd. Hello. Thank you very much for uh, agreeing to be interviewed by me. My pleasure. Um, So I obviously know about you and I've summed you up at the beginning. You did, wonderfully. I don't think I can add any more. Well, you you have to. (laughs) So um, tell us a little bit more about yourself from sort of your road to becoming two-time world kickboxing champion to to now. Well, I um, 
I started martial arts when I was 17. I started because I'd always been bullied quite um, quite badly at school and at home, ironically. Um, so, yeah, things weren't, um, things weren't easy as a, when I was a kid. Um, so I started martial arts and um, numerous people told me that I shouldn't do it because I was going to get hurt and I'd had chronic asthma as well. And so that was another kind of factor for me to get, wanted to get fit and strong. I had my first fight within three months. And actually, my trainer, when I walked in, and I love my trainer, he is, he is the one person who's had such a massive impact on my life. My trainer, when I walked in, because I was a skinny um, little 17-year-old lad, um, I walked in and he looked at me and he said, he said to himself, I'll give him two weeks. And that was 30 years ago, and I'm still involved in martial arts. I'm now running a martial arts school. Um, so like I said, I had my first fight within three months. I had my first title within five fights. I won Welsh, British, European, intercontinental, two world titles. I won the European Games, the, um, the uh, World Games twice. I've been inducted into the Martial Arts Hall of Fame as a competitor, the WMA Martial Arts Hall of Fame, and, the, uh, and as a coach. Um, I'm now a black belt fourth down and hoping to get my fifth down in the next few years. Um, so yeah, I had uh, I, before I had my first fight, I remember lots and lots and lots of people telling me, lots of people telling me, don't do it, you're going to get killed. That was what they said, I was going to get killed. Um, I, had, I had my first fight, I won. Um, I was terrified, absolutely terrified. And I think that's a good thing. Um, but uh, yeah, I um I won that one, and then I just kept going, kept going, kept moving, kept kept taking that next step forward, um, and it it's now led to martial arts being such a massive important part of my life, and um yeah I, I met some amazing people throughout it throughout my time with martial arts, and I continue to meet amazing people. Like it's really inspiring to coach such like like yourself, such amazing people who work so hard, I. You work so hard. It's absolutely fantastic. Thanks, Lloyd. But it's not about me. It's about it you. It is. So um, you obviously got your um, got to be two time world kickboxing champion. I did. How do you then go to becoming a teacher to then running your own martial arts right. school? Right. So um, I'm also an artist as well. I've always oh, yes. drawn. Um, that's one thing I'm going to say because I love my art. I absolutely am obsessed totally 100% obsessed with it but um so I, I used to work for my um my coach as well I was a laborer and I wasn't the best laborer in the world I <laughs> don't mind you saying and if he was here he would tell you some stories um now I I basically um I, I've always worked hard I've always tried to do my best um and I uh, as I said, I worked with my trainer. He encouraged me because he knew me really, really well. I didn't have that encouragement at home, but he knew me. And um, he got me to do my A-levels, pushed me to do my A-levels. And then he pushed me to do my um, degree in in a positive way. Um, although he always, used to, he always used to call me the educated idiot because I was so clumsy and I, wouldn't, I, didn't, like, I lacked... Certain certain degree of common sense back then, and my wife would tell you still do, but um, yeah, it was uh, a, a, and it was meant as a term of endearment, the educated idiot bit, but it wasn't all the time, you know, doesn't make me cry and sleep at night or anything, but um, <laughs> you know, it was just one of those things that he would he, he encouraged me to kind of um, 
to push myself and go on. He he's a very um you're going to meet him in September. He's coming up to do a seminar. He's an incredible incredible person. He's just got such an aura about him, you know, and just yeah. I every time we go back, I always go and see Graham because he's um yeah, he's had the biggest impact on my life. If it wasn't for him, I I don't know where I would be. I certainly wouldn't have all of this. I certainly wouldn't have this, my, you know, the mindset that I got and everything. He um really has cemented, and not just in me, in so many other people, um, cemented a mindset of you you just do it and just go for it and have, you know, just if you want it, get it, but you get it by hard work. So he encouraged you to go and get your degree to yeah. then become a teacher? Um. Well, I, I've always loved teaching and I was running a martial arts school and um, this is my, this is my why I became a teacher story. I um was teaching the class. One of the dads came in from one of the kids and he said, oh, can I have a quick chat, Lloyd? And I said, yeah. And I put to hip just put his son in charge to do continue um, warming up the adults and things and um he just said this is for you and give me a box of chocolates and i was like what's this for and he went that's my boy out there look at him he's standing in front of a group of adults and he's taking he's telling them what to do and everything when he started martial arts he was in danger of going into a special school he had no friends he was chronically bullied he said none of that now mm. he's just his life has changed and I was like well that's amazing I want to do that yeah. you know for a living yeah, yeah. every single day so uh, I became a teacher I did it for 15 years I absolutely adored teaching I worked at Patchway Community School um, Patchway High when I started and it's just the kids are wonderful um, brilliant crazy and fun and just you know I, I, I love them and I'm pretty sure they you know they enjoyed my teaching and stuff like that and they knew I loved them so you know I was all for them so yeah so then what was the trigger what made you um leave your the security of your teaching job wow and start your your own martial arts school the great thing about teaching is the kids there are lots and lots and lots of negatives about teaching and uh, I won't, this is not the platform and I'm not going to get on my soapbox right now but there's so many things that um, are counterproductive shall we say to teaching and bureaucracy has taken over to such a degree that kids are treated like cattle almost you know we've got to get them through this mm. and there's no <sighs> You know, somebody's missed the memo where kids are still kids and they want to enjoy their mm. life and enjoy their education and be inspired, right? That's the thing. I always thought that I was there to inspire children to want to be better than they were yesterday. Mm-hmm. And um, I it kind of very quickly became aware that it was not what where education was going. So I, I, I had um, a bit of a... I've had some really poor bad luck with my health recently in sort of two years I had three spinal surgeries after my second spinal surgery like I, that was really really bad I can't you know it was some serious spinal surgery yes, I was yeah, really yeah. really poorly I couldn't walk I couldn't do anything my entire life was on hold um, and so after my second spinal surgery I, I had the prospect of going back to school to try and 
get back into work and things and they'd given me six weeks to get myself back in there and I was like that's not going to be long enough and um you know but the the uh, what I was getting back from school wasn't kind of like oh well, you know you take care and everything it was just like this and then this and then you're going to do this and I just thought this is horrible so I decided in my infinite wisdom that I wanted to give up my cushy job which was um which I loved but I was also making me um not not I, I didn't feel as content as I as I do now um so I decided that I wanted to do things that I loved genuinely loved and I love teaching I love martial arts I think it's got so much so many benefits benefits to everybody I red dragons might not be your martial art but there should be there will be a martial art out there for you mm. I suggest that everybody gets up out of their seat now and or maybe listen finish listening to this podcast and then go and find a martial arts club all right um in bristol because there's so many amazing instructors out there in bristol and in the uk and in the world so there's so many great benefits from martial arts you know i'm not going to list them all but fitness flexibility coordination all that the character thing the sort of positive self-belief that instills you do stuff that's impossible. Like I've had people coming to me at the start and saying, oh, I can't do a press-up. I can't, you'll never get me to do a press-up. And then I, and I've said to them, within six months, you'll be repping out 50. And I remember this one lady said, oh, oh no, never going to do a press-up. No, no, never. And then we repped out 50 within six months. And I just went, how many did you just do then? She went, I did all 50 like that. And I said, you told me you couldn't do that. I mean, seeing the gradings that we have now, they're just amazing. That like from our tiny titans right the way through to our adults, every single person pushing themselves beyond what they think is possible is just and for me, it's one of the most inspiring things you can see. So, was there an actual moment where you said, "Right, I'm going to hand in my notice and I'm going to start my business"? One of the things I did when I was ill, I read a lot. I read lots and lots and lots and um, I recently got into sort of personal development and things like that and I think that's really, really beneficial and um, something that they don't teach really in schools, um, which I think should be taught. But um, yeah, so there was, um, and I started listening to people like Gary Vaynerchuk, um, who we've talked about mm-hmm. in the past and he's, he, there's one, um, Daily V, I think it's 101 and I ro- watched that and I was just like, what am I doing? It was just, it's really, it's really inspiring. You know, we are only here. There was one of the things he said, we're only, he- we are lucky to be here. We've we, we, one in 450 trillion. Um, that's the odds of having a human life at this time, mm. you know, mm. and what are we doing with it? And I've always had this feeling that, you know, like life is a bit messed up when we backload all of our fun stuff mm. to the time when we can't actually <laughs> yeah. access all that fun stuff yeah when we when we're retired when we're retired we've yep. spent our whole life working towards that re- yeah. which in itself is insane yeah spending our whole life working towards a time where we can't where we're going to be where we've absolutely destroyed <laughs> ourselves getting there to then enjoy you know some time before we die that's that in itself i mean i'm sorry like when you say that like that surely that is it's it's 
It's not right. It's, it's not it, right. It's backwards, isn't it? Yeah. So I, I mean, I love martial arts, and I genuinely am obsessed with painting and and art and portraiture and things. Like I, I don't know how many art books I read during the time and art when I was ill, and art was something that really, really kept me going because I that was it was one of the only things I could do. Well, was... I know you were in your like in your hospital bed, yet you were still. Oh, I draw every still day. Still drawing and yeah. painting. Yeah, I draw and paint and every single day it's it's i i i got um rejected from sky portrait artist uh, about 2013 i think it was and then i just said just, you know maybe 2014 and i said to myself right if i want to get better what do i well i got i got a choice at this point i always say this to myself if if i get a negative knock a ne- knockback or anything like that i always say well, i got a choice now i could give up and then i'll never do it all right, and it'll yeah. be one of those. I'll be one of those people that go, "Oh, that could have been." Yeah. You know. Or, I can shut up, yeah. stop moaning, yeah. and get on with it, yeah. and then uh, redouble your efforts. And I got knocked back this uh, this year for Sky Portrait Artist, and um, so what I did again, I did I had that conversation with myself and said, "Right, what are you going to do then? Do you need to up? You need to up what you're doing." So now. Um, and I think this is where martial arts helps me as well with the kind of discipline and stuff. My alarm is set on my phone. My wife loves this because it's always wakes her up. She's, <laughs> like, she's having a nice yeah. sleep. Yeah. And I get up at five fifteen, like not every single morning, um, but pretty much like at least five mornings a week. And I and I paint for two hours, and that's that's you know my that's a love. It's a brilliant way to start the day. It's really nice and chilled and meditative and things like that. But it's just. I get my art done, and I get and it's you're you know you really focused on something, yeah, yeah, which is for me it's really really important. I absolutely love it. So, you obviously you've got your two businesses. You've got martial arts and um, your artist business. Yep. What what are the what's the best thing about having your own business, and what's the most challenging thing about having your own business? Um. The best thing, there's so many best things. Um, Let's just boil it down to just, you know, one okay. or two, not everything. I will try, I'll try. <laughs> um, being your own boss, being in charge of your own kind of destiny almost, mm. um, being able to kind of build a legacy as well, because uh, I want this business, these businesses to work really, really well and I want, you know, to leave something behind um, for my wife and for my children when I'm no longer here in mm. like 150, 200 years. Um, what? Uh, I... <laughs> I don't know human lifespans. <laughs> That's what I assume I'm going to live for. Um, so, um, like working, like the martial arts is working with the kids and working with the adults and seeing the improvements and the gains that everybody makes even if they don't see it themselves and being able to then say do you know what you did you see what you did tonight you know and having having conversations i had a conversation with someone the other day um she did you know the exercises we did at the start yesterday she did three sets of those right and was um like oh i didn't do it as fast as everybody else and i said right when you started with me could you have done one set of those and she's like, no way, no chance. And I said, so you've just done three, yeah, all right, yeah. How amazing is that? And she's like, well, yeah, actually, yeah. So just yeah. seeing that kind of those improvements, that's for me is one of the best things. Um, and that's again the, the my love of teaching, you know, and being able to point out to people 
that you know where they're improving, where they're improving, how they're improving, what they've been doing, mm. where they've gone from, and seeing that journey because I, I I get to see, and I and I always do I, I always like I do because Graham did it to me. <laughs> he clocked me when I walked in, and he and he thought, yeah. but I never think that to yeah. anyone, you know. Yeah. I always say to him, you, you you're gonna get your black belt. Yeah. You yes, know? yeah, yeah. But there's yeah. only there's only thing, and there's only two things you got to do to get your black belt, and those two things are never quit yeah. and do whatever it takes. Yeah, and that's been instilled in me with by my trainer. You know, never ever quit. If you quit, then you never will get it. Yeah. If you do whatever it takes, whatever you know, because not everybody will do whatever it takes. Not everybody will get up at five fifteen in the morning yeah. and, you know, paint. Not everybody will give up their cushy job and open a martial arts mm. school now that th- there's no way of knowing that that was the right decision because i could have gone on and become you know uh, one of the world's best teachers who knows but um i feel that I, you know quite vindicated with what i did what I, my choices because well you you were you were there tuesday so many people yeah. working yeah. having fun yeah. smiling yeah. sweating Mixed abilities yeah yeah mixed ages and you know we're all working together and all push each other and it's just brilliant so there's lots of benefits and lots of lots of things you love one one challenging thing right um one one challenging i can i can (laughs) i i think i'll try so um there's the uncertainty of uh, yeah that 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 was Although it's quite motivating, that uncertainty, especially at the start, because I've got two kids and a wife and a house and all this. And so that uncertainty of, you know, is such a driver, you know, oh, is it going to work? I don't know if it's going to work. Mm-hmm. And I don't mind telling you, September and October, I had very, very, very poor night's sleep, like virtually every night because of the <laughs> worry because of like, oh, what do I have to do next? And just kind of stacking up all these things, that I, this list of things I had to do. Um, yeah, that was that was quite a a challenge, the uncertainty of it all. And I think probably lots of people who are listening, who own their own businesses, will be with you on that one. Yes. Um, what's the best advice anybody's given Ooh, you? I think, well, one of the best advices for art that I've ever had... Um, was was but from a awesome artist called Matt Jeans, and he said, whenever you start a painting, never ever ever try and make it a masterpiece. Just enjoy the process, and I quite like that. And yeah, actually, you can have that in life that as well. Works isn't in it? life it's as not well. just for yeah, 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 definitely, definitely, definitely. Don't try and you know just enjoy what you're doing. Try try and finish things. Make mm. sure you finish stuff. Mm. Don't ever be precious and think you're going to... Because there's such an element that people like trying to get everything perfect. Yeah. And that's such a, a delusion that you, no one's ever going to... You can't. It's impossible. Perfection is an ideal mm. that really we hold in our minds yeah. that you can't really actualize. But what you can do is you can continue that journey towards perfection, yeah. keep walking forward, take that next step, try and analyze what you're doing where where things have gone wrong and then change it you know so that's that's so that's your um best piece of advice from an art point of view yes from a business point of view ah uh, <laughs> so many you so gotta pick one all oh, right okay <laughs> um don't take anything personally brilliant that one. was really good one don't take anything personally nothing's ever personal in business it's just business 
And um, again, that's been a tough one to kind of because you know you you work with some people and and they they become your friends and things and then things happen and it's sad and you know but um, you've got to just say well that's a shame. What can I and what what has been really good at that with that is I've been able to look at myself and think right how did I make that situation. I, how could I have improved that situation? What could I have done differently? And I've, from that, doing that, I've learned so much about myself, you know, and I learned how maybe I'm going to be a little bit different going forward. But still being Lloyd. Oh, still being oh, yeah. I can't be. I can't be anyone other than me. I mean, that's <laughs> it. It's, you know, I can't, I'm not going to try and be Maria. I'm not going to try and be, you know, anybody else. I'm just going to try and be me. If I did try and be Maria, that would probably need some extensive surgery. So I hadn't thought that one through. <laughs> <laughs> so um we've already said that you're a father and a husband how do you get that family work-life balance that we everybody talks about how do you manage that between you and amanda your wife well you the 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 work-life balance thing again i think is a little bit of a delusion because you choose we choose to we, we choose what we do you know so i'm more so now than I've ever been incredibly disciplined in what I do so I get up at five fifteen. that means then when my kids get up at seven I get to spend a lot of time with my kids getting them like I, I I'm quite military with them I get them re- they know what they need to do they get ready first make the beds then they have breakfast then you know we can have a bit of fun and stuff so it's like boom 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 and then we can relax so I've got my time there with them. I'm when I'm not coaching, I I get to have some time with them then in the afternoons and evenings. So I I don't coach on a Thursday, Friday, Saturday. We get Saturday all together, Sunday most of the day as well together. Um in the in the evening tonight I'm taking my kids swimming, you know, so it's awesome. You know, I wouldn't be able to do that. I've got more of a work life balance now than than I did when I was teaching, mm. you know. And when I was teaching, though, I was running a martial arts school and being an artist and mm. being a teacher and being a dad and being a husband, you mm. know, and it was something I had to give. And in my head, that something that had to give was my cushy job. <laughs> that, that was it. I mean, I, it was, I know, but like, I, there was no, there was never, ever, and it never will cross, never will cross my mind to give up art. That just is yeah uh, it's it's like oxygen to me i have to i yeah. really have to like i'm never far, like there's, there's my sketchbook over there i'm never far away from a sketchbook i yeah. i walk out of this this house my jacket has got a sketchbook and a pen in it you know so yeah. like i'm always like i see people in in the street and i'll be like oh, i want to paint you and <laughs> sometimes my wife is like oh don't you dare and i go up <laughs> to them and i'll speak to them and say hello i'm a portrait and they're like they either you either have a nice conversation or you know it's kind of like no thank you very much <laughs> cheers bye but you know it, yeah so um i think i've got a bit distracted there but discipline is a really important yeah, getting yeah, disciplined yeah. with yourself like i compartmentalize my day when i when i'm i when i'm not coaching my day is planned yes much better now it's going to get better but it's just a process i think um that's that's really important so yeah be disciplined with your time make sure you stick to your time as well so if you're going to do you know if you're going to be marketing you market for your half hour hour whatever um 
yeah so so do that be disciplined i was going to say something else but it's gone now so yeah sorry that's all right okay final question yes although you might have said it whilst we've been talking what advice would you give anyone who's been listening to this if they want to start making changes in their lives right there's a couple of things you could do firstly i think if you want to do if you want to just improve your life find something that you can do that's really simple you know like it could be something like changing your diet could be something like removing caffeine you know from your life or stopping drinking or stopping smoking try one of those things and i know i said smoking stopping smoking is really simple but at the end of the day it is a choice so um anyway, i'm not going to go in there it's going to cause issues isn't it but Quick, move this, on. <laughs> this, make a choice all right make a that decision and the decision happens straight away and and just stick to it and become get it to become a habit Mm-hmm. So then you're, you've formed one habit that you can look at and think, right, I've t- I did that for nothing and that's what I do now every single day. And then form another one, mm. you know. So then get another habit that's going to help you, that's going to make you better than you were yesterday. You know, there's this lovely say that, that you, you try and always try and be better than you were yesterday. And if you can do that, then you kind of keep that forward momentum, that keep walking forward, keep, str- you know, taking that next step to what you want to do, mm. you know. Um always remember as well that plan a is never always going to be end up as plan a there's going to be plan there's going to be iterations you know in in the bigger bigger scheme of things like when i started teaching i didn't think i was ever going to be anything other than a teacher now i think after just not even a year now i would definitely say (laughs) i am virtually unemployable (laughs) virtually unemployed i i love what i do I, 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 you just would never go and work. I could never go and work at someone else's um, time scale. I could never have someone else telling me, you know, um, that sounds horrible, but you know, like I like to have my independence. I like to be able to do what I enjoy. And if there's something that that one of the listeners really loves, yeah, and thinks I'm really good at that. Yeah, I could, you know, I might not be world class, but I could be. Yeah. I just need to work hard at it. Yeah. I need to practice. I need to devote yeah, yeah. some time to it. Then, you know, if you want that better quality of life, then investigate, look for it, try it, you know, yeah. make some time. There's so many hours in the day that who says that when you get home of a night, like five o'clock, six o'clock, that you've got to sit down, yeah. open a bottle of wine and put Netflix on and zombify yourself. There's, you don't have to. There's, You're right, you don't. You don't have to. There's no yeah. law no. to say that you can switch. The, you have to switch the TV on. I mean, you know, I, I don't get me wrong. I love TV as much as the next person. Um, you know, Doctor Who rules and things like that. But um, you don't always have to sit there. There's no. always things you can be doing that you can you can be a bit... You can be productive and do other stuff to help you achieve what you want in from your life you know yeah. there's yeah, yeah, no yeah. one nothing is and that's it it's really important as well nothing set in stone yeah nothing set in stone we don't know you don't know if like oh i don't know tomorrow i could walk out the you know and a helicopter could land on my head there's anything could happen we don't know so you know um take a chance because you know you don't know how long you've got at the end of the day i've got friends now who you know i love dearly who are fighting and battling really serious diseases, yeah. you know, and they never saw that coming. Yeah. And it gives you this like look. You think to yourself, 
well, well, that could be me. And what, you know, what, what have I done? What, not, the answer is, for me, not a lot. I need to do more. So there you, know? so there you go. If you're sat here listening to what Lloyd has been saying, <laughs> Sorry, his final message is, you've got to take a chance because you don't know what tomorrow will bring. So finally, Lloyd. Yes. We've talked a lot about you, but people need to know how to find you. So yes, tell us. <laughs> so tell us how they can find you for Red Dragons Martial Arts. Right. And also so, for your your artist work. Absolutely. So um, for Red Dragons Martial Arts, we're on um, Facebook, uh, Red Dragons Martial Arts, and then we've got different programs there: uh, Tiny Titans, Preschool, Adults, Juniors, and things, Ladies as well. Um, we're also on Instagram, on Twitter at dragons underscore ma um we've got a youtube channel now as well and our website is www.reddragonsmartialarts.com um for my art i've got um i'm on web uh, got a website you can google me lloyd lewis artist um on facebook lloyd lewis artist twitter guess what lloyd lewis artist and also on instagram and you can probably work it out as lloyd lewis artist um yeah so I'd love if, if if you found that useful and positive, then please get in contact with me. If you don't didn't find it positive, um, it wasn't me. It was another Lloyd Lewis, and he did it. <laughs> so on that note, I'd just like to say thank you, Lloyd. You're very welcome. For talking to me today. You're very welcome. And thank you, everyone, for listening. Bye.